The next entry in our glossary series is Oir, Oir, light. And of course, this is the beginning of a, a sequence of entries that are going to be dealing with Oir Insaf. But we start with the word Oir. Oir literally means light. And um, it's a muscle. Physical light is meant to be a metaphor, an illustration, an example that's supposed to be a medium through which we can understand godliness. It's important to appreciate, I think it's very important to appreciate, that all of Kabbalah is about godliness. Not necessarily Chassidus, but Kabbalah is all about godliness. And I'll tell you how that works, how, how I mean it. Without Kabbalah, with Chakira, with Jewish philosophy alone, there are only two ideas, Bayre and Nivra, creator and creation. And there's a logical attitude that says that between Bayre and Nivra there's no proximity, between creator and creation there's no closeness. In other words, from a philosophical perspective, God created us. There is nothing about God that's in common with us. God created us for us. That's why the philosophers, when they ask the question of why God created the world, the answer is to be kind to us. But they refuse to uh, accept that there's anything that we could do that will bring us closer to God. They refuse to accept that there's anything that we could do that will bring meaning to God. And there is really no notion of being closer and farther from God because there's no proximity, no closeness whatsoever between creator and creation. Accordingly, in philosophy, when you talk about a person being a better person and becoming closer to godliness, what you're really saying is becoming closer to the human possibility, to the human potential, to the human wholeness. But between Baide and Nivra, there is no possibility for proximity. Kabbalah, which is Torah, is predicated on the idea that God has a light. We call it godliness, we call it alakus, we call it ain't safe, we call it havaya. The whole purpose of the idea of godliness is that it's interactive. I, I sometimes will say the difference between God and godliness is that God is an atzmi, has no relationship with anything. Godliness is God interactive. It's how God relates to other things. Or to use the language of the Rambam, godliness is matzirishn as opposed to alakus, which is uh, as opposed to alakah Hashem, that's called ene matzir. It doesn't exist existentially. So the whole of Kabbalah is about the idea that the Eibishter has a reflection that we call godliness that allows for all the things that philosophy says are impossible. We can have a relationship with God, we can give God pleasure, and there is a notion of being closer and farther from Him. But in all three of those cases, having a relationship with Him, giving God pleasure, and being closer or farther from God, we don't mean God, we mean godliness. Because God, got, as opposed to getlich, as the Maimara bring it, we don't disagree with the Chokrim. Kabbalah doesn't disagree with the philosophers who say that there is no such concept as proximity. Now, parenthetically, I would argue that this is where Hasidus is different than Kabbalah, even though so much of what Hasidus does explain Kabbalah. But Hasidus is explaining Kabbalah not just to explain Kabbalah, but as a medium, as a precursor, as an introduction 
to explaining its own shita. And in Hasidus, we do speak about a proximity between God and creation based on the idea that creation is itself God. But we're not talking about the Hasidic perspective here, we're talking about the Kabbalistic perspective here. And according to the Kabbalistic perspective, the all of Kabbalah is about the idea of divine light that it emerges from him, so to speak, however you understand the idea of emergence, however you understand the idea of space, however you understand the idea of relating, and the idea of revelation, and touching another, godliness emerges from Hashem and touches the world. And the world is touched by that godliness, and in some way actually touches the godliness, is affected and perhaps affects the godliness itself. And as I heard from a friend of mine once, it allows for a warm relationship between creator and creation, which philosophy doesn't allow for. And this is the foundational idea of Kabbalah, elakus, godliness. And all of Kabbalah speaks about the idea of godliness. And because of godliness, there's a very different idea of what Yiddishkeit is and a very different idea of how what we do accomplishes and how we relate and interact with godliness, with God and with godliness. Hasidus is concerned with helping us understand what godliness is. So he uses a variety of metaphors, a variety of different mishalom, to bring us closer to the godliness idea. And the first and most critical analogy is the analogy of light, of oir. I would argue that beyond the analogy of oil, they would also use the analogy of tainuk, which means delight or pleasure. And they would use the analogy of will, which perhaps I'll get to in, in subsequent segments. But the discussion today is about oil, is about light. We're not going to be talking about godliness today. We're going to talk about the metaphor. We're going to talk about the marshal of oil, the marshal, the, the analogy, the allegory, the example of physical light, which is meant to be a, a medium, is meant to be a tool to help us understand godliness. So um, I'm going to end this entry right now, and we're going to call it the introduction to the metaphor of light. And in Mitzvah Shem, in the next entry, we'll talk about the metaphor of light itself.